Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very, very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And of course, we got my man, Apple Zach's Zach Markham in the house. Boys, I'm excited to be here tonight. We are going to be discussing the first three episodes of The Rings of Power. Mm, yeah, man. Yep. This, this show like is really starting to pick up steam. And yeah. it's my most anticipated show right now. Ooh. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Spoilers already. Justin's so. loving it. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. We're, I'm excited to, uh, to talk about this with you guys. Um, it has been a much anticipated show for a lot of people for sure yeah um, for sure yeah i mean the lord of the rings franchise is i mean it's up there it's with the greatest trilogy of all time yeah <laughs> sure sure yeah sure markham sure. markham um <laughs> <laughs> our star I, I, wars I, I, uh, I would i would third it to not you know what i would second it to star wars second, I would, oh yeah i would yeah, second yeah. it I mean, to star wars what about oh. the first three toy stories Ooh. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Hold on, guys. What about the Hangover trilogy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just kidding. Pound, pound for pound, Lord of the Rings is is the better trilogy. Yeah, maybe so. And I think the um, it, it's just another mega franchise, yeah. and we are in the era of expanded universes, and that's what this yes. is. Very so. much so. So why don't we pause, and before we get into the spoiler version of covering episodes one through three, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners and to all of our viewers, everybody who's checking this out on YouTube. Why do you guys keep giggling at each other over here? this guy's a rookie right here. (laughs) Didn't open his 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 drink drink before. Yeah, before the podcast. Golly, man. Just just embrace it. I'm looking at him ready. (laughs) This guy's... Anyway. Anyways, big thanks to all of our viewers, all of our listeners. We really appreciate you. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Or like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts as well. And just help us, you know, leave comments, review. All those things help us out a lot. So, and... uh, we're all over. We're all over social media as well. All over at Royal Geek Pod. Yep, yep. On just about all of your favorite social platforms. So yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's your spoiler warning. And we're doing one through three because last week we normally record on Fridays. Scheduling conflicts. We had to record on Thursday, which means we weren't able to watch episodes one and two last mm-hmm. week. So that's why we're covering the first three now. Um, right. Yeah. But. It's been freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, the fact that we have all, three episodes right now, we yeah. they dropped two last week. And uh, I do like Amazon's style of, they like, for example, when the boys came out, they dropped the first th- three episodes right away. And then they went single week, single week, which it's good to get it in bulk. It really is. Yeah. Like yeah. the first two episodes, like if we would have just got Rings of Power, the first episode, I mean, it was it was a good episode. It, it kind of set up a lot of, of storylines, but it didn't really like... It didn't really do much as far as um, I don't know anything crazy. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I will say the the ability to watch the second episode um, for sure, like it, it was awesome. The second episode like hit on so many different levels. Yeah, I feel like Amazon's flexing a little bit because I mean usually like the the second episode is never as good as the first episode, but with like Amazon to like drop them like back to back like that, and both of them turn out like 
gold. Oh like, yeah, like yeah. gold. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like they they, they complemented each other very well. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. And we we watched episode one together last week, which was fun. Yeah, yeah. it was. And, it was uh, a good time. And I was hooked. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't so late by the time we were done watching, I was like, man, I'd love to watch episode two. You went, did you go home and watch it right away? I went home and watched it right yeah, away. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I said you would, so yeah. I figured you would. Exactly. So. Well, and I think it's interesting that when they do that, like the shows know that's how it's going to drop. So it kind of changes the way you build the first couple of episodes in a series. You know, yep. if you know you're going to have two or three episodes immediately drop, you can, um, you can kind of change how you do it. You don't have to, um, you don't necessarily have to like hit people over the head with what you're trying to get across in that very first episode and you can lead into something into the second episode. So you can, you get twice as much, sometimes three times as much if they drop three episodes like they do with the boys to, um, get you to a point to where you're hooked, you know? So I think that really helps the way you can structure something to make it extra juicy when the time comes. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I just, so, okay. So uh, First three episodes as a whole, okay? Episodes one, two, and three. We're probably going to bounce back and forth between yeah. uh, scenes from episode one, two, three. I don't think we're, we necessarily need to go chronological right here. No, we don't. Which, yeah. real quick, listeners and viewers, that means if you haven't like finished episode three, you might want to before yeah. you know listening to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that should be self-explanatory, but just in case... Yeah. Uh, this is a spoiler for all three episodes. So yeah, it might be better to actually split it up by storylines rather than actual episodes. Yeah, which that play. is that is what's so enjoyable mm-hmm. about this. Is yes, like it, it is just bouncing all over the place, man. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. you know what? I, it just popped in my head right now. But uh, what do you say we uh, have we have our conversation based on storylines? So like we'll we'll start with like the the our. Our bottom storyline and work our way up to our favorite storyline. What, what do you think about that, guys? I, I know I'm putting that spot right now here on the pod. Sure, but, sure. Well, but, uh, then lead us. Like what? Well, so does that okay, mean okay. you'll give, okay, go so from I'll, your I'll, order? I'll go from my order, and then if you guys uh, along the along the way want to go ahead and say you're an idiot, I like that storyline better. Then then fine. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and start it off here with okay. the the Harfoots uh, with yeah. with Nori and the Stranger. Okay. Um, I feel like that's my my least interested. The only thing that's keeping me interested is the fact that who the heck is the stranger? Yeah. I mean, I mean speculation, and my gut is telling me that it's Gandalf. But yeah, um, uh, he. I feel like he looks already too old to be Gandalf. I don't know because this is still. I, I mean, I think age is a it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant for him as a character, <laughs> right? Yeah, you I know, agree. <laughs> but I I feel like that storyline, yeah, cool. Um, we see uh, Harfoots and and the, uh, a guy fall from the sky, which yep. was epic to see, by the way. Like visually, yeah. Um, him laying there and a circle crater covered in fire that didn't yeah. really burn, like, like some Terminator yeah, yeah. vibes. Yeah, very much, very yeah. much so. Terminator vibes. Yeah, yes, dude. good, good shout, man. I love yeah. that. Um, but yes, um, the only thing that's keeping me hooked on their storyline is is the stranger because. Yep. Of who he is, uh, where did he come from, uh, why is he here? Um, I and in, in the third episode, like Nori kind of says it the best. She's like, "I am nothing. Like I am, I am a nobody." But yeah. but he, I believe he is special. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's that's what's keeping me on that storyline. So that's why I'm putting it down as like the the lower of the 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 tiers. I should say. It's not. I'm not saying it's the worst. I'm just saying that like. As, the as least far intriguing, as my, potentially. Yes, intriguing. So you didn't do this based off of height, right? You did it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I mean, the stranger is a giant, right? Like, that's what she says. Because, it brings the yeah. average up. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm. So, um, but, I mean, your thoughts on the anything to do with the Harfoots right now? 
Um, I mean, I would say the 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 Harfoots are probably the I don't know, like probably the least interesting in my mind of the characters that we have seen so far. The actual Harfoots, not right. the stranger. Um, but I feel like them as a as a species has been like the least interesting to me. Um, now, of course, a stranger is a very interesting idea, especially if if, if it is Gandalf. It would it would explain a lot about his affinity for hobbits in the first place and believing what a hobbit can actually be. It would, right. it would explain a lot about how somebody who is so powerful in his own right would think this way about about a hobbit and how he would, you know, have had a, a, a connection with the Shire um, hmm. in, in that right. And but, but it would also be interesting in the sense that you're seeing Gandalf, who is generally someone who kind of always has, like, he, he kind of always has a plan, in, you know, in action of some sort. And it'll be interesting to see him from, it's interesting to see him from point of view of not having a plan, you know? I th- yeah. I, th- I think the Harfoots in general, I I was more interested in them when we got to episode three. Yes, yeah. I now, I will too. say, yeah. I think, well, actually, one of my most favorite characters in the whole so- show so far is actually, I think his name is Sadik. Yeah, Sad- yeah Sadik, yeah, Sadik. So the black guy, the the black Harfoot, who's like yeah, apparently chief. The, the, the chief. chief yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's pretty cool. Um, and also, I was actually pretty. Um, I really like that that scene when they were like giving a toast to everyone who had been left behind or lost. Uh, yes. 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 I thought that was incredibly t- touching. Yeah, yeah that's the, the very left like, behinds. The yeah, left yeah. behinds. And then when yeah. they said we wait for you, and they like toasted, like I was like, wow, that's like that's a yeah. really cool tradition. And then I, and then it's like it's so interesting because. They are so community oriented, but their main it's so interesting that survival is survival. Like the main thing. Yes. They will not wait for yeah. you. Yeah. Which which when I think it was the they second will not help you with your carriage. The second group that he mentioned in that whole memorial thing, like the way Poppy was reacting, like the tears dry, like it made me believe like, like that was her family. That's her like family, all of them for was, sure. her, was her family. But she was alone with her own carriage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She was pulling her own carriage. Yeah. So like that was her that cart, was intense. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I think it's kinda of like the basic idea of like we don't think about this for most humanoid creatures, but they are the prey of this world. Like yes, they are yes. like when you, we, it's almost like when you watch like uh like um, animal planet or natural degree, national geographic, when you're watching that and you're seeing like a herd of like a zebra zebras or something like that. That's what the Harfoots are. They're the ones being attacked, you know? So there is no, no matter how much, um, you know, that zebra mm-hmm. pack cares about each other. They can't, they literally cannot stay to save anyone who isn't. And that's how I saw it was like kind of that relation to where in this world, Harfoots are prey. Which, how cool was the opening scene with the Harfoots where the travelers are walking through and they're like, oh, oh yes. I, I heard something, I saw something. It was just a badger or something like that. And then they walk away and then all they, their whole like town yeah. comes out of nowhere. It was like, yeah. it, was, it reminded me of like a speakeasy yeah. scene. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like the, tur- yeah. the turnaround. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to see, man. I really, I really enjoyed that, that introduction to the yeah. characters. Uh, yeah. I mean, through the whole franchise, like the Harfoots, Hobbits, like they've always been like the species I've been able to like relate the most to. Yeah. Because like it, it's, it, they're basically like, you know, your average person, you know, in day to day life. Uh, they're not trying to like seek out some adventure or, you know, none of them are knights and none of them are noble. They're just, they're just average people, you know, wanting to live, you know, a, a comfy lifestyle, you know, armchair, good food, you know, community, all that stuff oriented. 
Um, and the truth is, is like not everybody can be a, a Legolas or or, or yeah. a high yeah. elf. You know, right. some some people are just hobbits, man. Some people are yeah. just hobbits. Har- Harfoots, mm-hmm. Har- Har- Harfoots. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I, I did love seeing them like in these first three episodes. Um, I do love the fact that um, you, you can't relate to them as like cowards because that they're not cowards in a sense, even though they're like they're avoiding like any sort of like uh, danger or anything like that. They're doing it for the best of the community. Yeah. And the fact that they stay like so concealed, like moving out, migrating, all that kind of stuff, you know, for their survival is just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. You know, once again, like I said, it is like, a, it's like when you see a pack of prey animals yep. in a national geographic, it's very much like that. Like, you know, you don't think of the zebra pack as being cowards when they, when one ends up being picked off, you think about, they're thinking about the good of the entire group rather than the one that is getting left behind, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. So, Harfoot's, for me, is the, the, the fourth fourth storyline that I think yeah. is... Yeah. Oh, so uh, we got four here. There's four. There's okay, four. we got four. What's number right. three, then? Number three for me, uh, f- this is for me, is uh, Elrond and, uh, and Durin, uh, the, the yeah. dwarves. <laughs> so, yeah. um, first off, we get... Uh, Elrond in, in episode one and he's interacting with like uh, Galadriel and yeah. um, but then like he kind of veers off because she goes her own way um, which yeah. we'll get to that storyline alright we're not there yet um, and so he he ventures off to the, the dwarf kingdom and uh, just I thought it was cool with him and uh, oh shoot what is his name again uh, uh, Doran Cal- no Calabriel uh, the, the shoot man the guy, who, the so the, many names. I know so many names, There's and that we're, names. we're gonna butcher them. But uh, the Smith, the the one who makes beautiful things. Like anyway, I think it's a, uh, you know, what? forget it. I can't scroll fast enough to find it, so we're good to go. So anyway, uh, my bad. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Calibrum Bore. What? A, oh, sheesh! I butchered that. Yeah, anyway. Charles Edwards character. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so ca- anyway. Oh, jeez. Calibrimbor. Yes, Calibrimbor. You gotta say it with confidence. I don't know. I can't. Anyway, so Selimbrimbor. Selimbrimbor. Thank you, Shimato, for being nowhere near. Nowhere near it. Selimbrimbor. Anyway, so the fact that he goes up there to the dwarf door, he's like, "Oh yeah, he'll welcome me with open arms," and he's a friend of mine. And ram's horn blaring, salted pork ready for me. And then they're like, no, go away. And then they close the yeah. door. Like, it's just like that. Like, that's that's what it is. Um, and then he goes, he's like, oh, I invoke, invoke the right of. And then he says whatever, yeah. a dwarvish word. And then uh, they bring him in. He tells Celebrimborm that he's going to be back. Uh, I'll meet you in a couple of days. Like, just go. I got yeah. this. Uh, you've mastered your craft. Let me master. Like, I'll show you mine, right? Um, and then... The, the whole establishing shot of him walking in and you seeing this dwarf kingdom like revealed and like it just it looks it looks amazing it's, yeah, it's, it's like stunning. stunning yeah it's absolutely it's stunning and um, and then like the introducing of uh, of Durin and and uh, him as a character like I want to know more I want to see yeah. more of him and the fact that we didn't get him in episode three was a little disheartening because yeah, that's true because I really wanted to see uh, more of Doran because the problem is because it's so crowded there's so many storylines yeah. there's so many story yeah. I mean there's so many storylines I've, I've narrowed it down to four big ones um, and uh, I think more more Doran and Elrond is is, is gonna be needed going forward um, but uh, just his char- his charisma it really like stole episode two for me 
Um, and I really like, especially he's like, uh, he wants nothing to do with him. It's been 20 years since he last saw him. And then especially the line he says while they're going up that little like elevator thing, um, where he's like 20 years to you is like, is, is, is nothing in, in for an elf. But like yeah. for me, it's a lifetime. Yes. And he's like, I've been married, I've had kids and you were nowhere to be found. Like I, I, like, I don't know. I kind of feel that. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely like like friendships that I I wish I can go back to and that kind of stuff, but um and so I can I can relate to how Doran was feeling, and uh, the fact that um he was able to uh, Elrond knew what he was doing and getting to the wife and then like inviting like yeah he you could tell he was so calculated because he's such a politician yes um on getting in there uh and. Once he made it to the wife, you knew it was over for Durin, and uh, <laughs> for sure, yeah, he couldn't stick to his guns of banning, banishing him from all dwarvish kingdoms. Yeah, so yeah. I'm interested to see where that storyline goes, um, and what they do with um, uh, building the tower for Celebrimborn, and uh, it's just gonna be interesting to see, especially uh, knowing what I know, the brief lore that I know of Lord of the Rings and what Celebrimborn does for Sauron. Like it's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, there's some really cool stuff that was there. One of the, one of my favorite parts was it mirrored, of course, a relationship that Legolas has with Gimli in a lot of ways that it's like, not, it's a competitive kind of, um, like combative relationship, but you know, there's like, there's not a whole lot of like general outward, like uh, positive feeling toward each other, but it's just, you, you, there's most of it's uh, like subtext, the subtext that you're seeing, and it played out a lot like that with that with the way they were talking and and stuff like that between their relationships. So that was really cool to see that kind of that relationship kind of almost rebuilt in in another form that we're seeing yeah. there. Um, and it was also just kind of it was a little bit sad, like um, like thinking about what happens later on to you know to this place that they're at because you know that's you know you see it just demolished and just completely taken over by um by um goblins yes. at one point so yeah. and it's just you know you you it's kind of sad because you're like and you know even Gimpley brings up like the halls of Doran of Doran and stuff like that. so like you know it's it's, yeah. it's it's sad in some ways seeing like seeing it at its height as well yeah but it also kind of puts in perspective of how uh, awesome uh, it really was yeah yeah, how great it was at its peak but then like how tragic it was uh it has has to have been for the the fall to happen like we haven't seen the fall yet but like the fact that it's coming and uh there's going to be that period of of like terror destruction and all that kind of stuff happening in in this world and to to take it to where it ends up where we see yeah. it in the movies is uh it's 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 got to be pretty tragic for yeah. sure. I think I think it's more sad to know that you know that it has to happen. Yes. And yeah, like you yeah. see you see everything that's going on like it, it hasn't even hit them yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know they're they're right at the uh the calm of the storm so to speak. Uh, so knowing that this stuff is going to happen, there's going to be like countless lives lost, you know, yeah, yeah. towns completely obliterated, races even like completely obliterated and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's depressing, man. Yeah. yeah. Which just... we get, we get our first little taste of towns being destroyed. Um, and in my, in the second storyline that I feel like, uh, is, is gripping to me is in it's Aaron Deer, um, the elf who is yes. uh, watching over the town. Um, I've, Gorgeous human being, by the way. By the way, dude, that is one beautiful man. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Not gonna uh, lie. Uh, and so they definitely uh, casted somebody very well for that elf. Um, mm-hmm. He also seems like a true badass too. Yeah, like, yeah, like a real oh, warrior. Man. Yeah. And so 
the fact that, I mean, he's, they're obviously at a station post and then, um, they're recalled because they're declaring that, uh, um, the war's over. They, they couldn't yeah. find any more enemy troops. And so like the rest of his company retreats, but like he stays behind because obviously, uh, he is, he's, uh, smitten, he's smitten. Yeah. He's smitten. He is, he is completely infatuated yep. with a, a, a human female, which yes. is unheard of, but I mean, the looks that uh, that the elves get, man, yeah. like it is just insane that uh, how how much they are looked down upon. Well, they're well, they're, they're they're an occupation force, you know. Right, like, yeah. that's what they are. They are there to yeah. basically oppress these people in a lot of ways because they are um, the elves see these uh, these humans as scum because they sided with the, the villain Mordoff. With, I yeah, think, yeah 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 so we, they they sided with him and the humans kind of see it as this happened and it's, it's kind of one of those things of the way you um the, the lifespans can affect the way you see something yeah you know like because elves live so long they it's harder for them to not see these people as the people, matter, the, yeah. the the ancestors right. well of the, the see them as the ancestors of these people whereas these people might be six seven generations removed from you know what happened in it, the people who actually pledged to the villain you know so like i mean if you had your great 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 grandmother and somebody was calling you out on what she did you know you'd be a little bit annoyed too if they were still on top of your people and kind of in some ways probably yeah you know oppressing your people you feel like it in some ways you know mm. yeah yeah it's and, just the the animosity between races in yeah. <laughs> in this world it's remarkable yeah yeah between it, it, people it, groups, it really is every, yeah. yeah yeah there's multiple people groups like oh, absolutely yeah. yeah um but i just feel like that storyline um i mean it's it's clear. I mean, spoilers here. Like, I feel like it's clear to me that like her son is Aaron Deer's son, right? Like, like, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah like, I was getting those vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah like Aaron Deer and her, they got together, and that kid who hates elves is like doesn't realize that that's his dad. Like, am I wrong? I mean, you guys getting the vibe? Uh, I, I didn't feel think like that there was all. some no. sort of a. Uh, um, that is what it looked like, but I feel like there was some sort of a drop about who his father might be in well, there. Well, also the interaction that Aaron Deer had with that. What's that woman's name? It's um, Bronwyn. Bronwyn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were lovers in the past, mm-hmm. then they acted like... T- but, but I think they had to. I think they had to act that way because it's such no, so dude, frowned upon. They were, they were literally in private in that mm-hmm. town that was destroyed when she left him. Mm-hmm. They could have kissed and said goodbye. Like, they're, they're, I just feel like that's... something. I feel like something happened between them where they, they feel like they can't embrace it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't know, think man. about it. Think about it. You just mentioned the, like the animosity that the elves like they face. Totally. Right? And so, like, what if something, whatever occurred between them, um, has to do with with that? And so she doesn't feel like maybe she put him in a situation where she feels guilty, where she's not gonna, willing to embrace that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. but, but I will say it did feel like it was something that was almost like it was an unspoken thing between yeah, the two of that's, them. That's in what the, it was. In, in the sense of like. They had yet to go over that bridge. Yes. You know, like they had yet to, like they were both like on the, one was on one side of the river, one was on the other side. He hasn't made it clear yet in my mind. I don't think either one have have, like really made that like, hey, I want you. Yeah. And I, you know, like that type of situation. I agree. And I do feel like there was, I mean, there was three episodes, so I'm not sure, but I feel like there was some sort of mention about either who his father was or something along those lines. But of course it could have been. 
a straight up lie. It, whatever yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. been. But I really yeah. do think it is him. Um, All right. Well, I mean, that would be the most. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought when I first saw it. And it would definitely be the most poetic way to do it. To be like, yeah. ha, you hate elves. Well, guess like, what? Yeah. You are half blood. I, I feel like his hair is. We have yet to see his ears, which I feel like yeah. his hair is covering his ears. Um, the, the points. Yes. Uh, um, so. Yeah, maybe his complexion, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of that. Mm-hmm. All right, I will say this storyline with Aaron Deer, not necessarily his love interest, but I think this is like the peak of this show. Yeah. Like, because okay. I mean, that's where we are seeing the so, enemy. So this is your number one, is what you're For saying? For sure. Okay. I can't get enough of this storyline because it's, this it's is my, where we, it's my number two, but we'll get to this is this why. is this is where mm-hmm. we uh, are seeing literally the the orcs, orcs and like how like the ingenuity to just like go underground well, and to like yeah. are those goblins. Were those goblins? Uh, I feel like they're orcs. Because yeah. I thought the difference between a goblin and an orc was a goblin can't go in, out into light, whereas orc, an orc can. Hmm. They man, they look they look they look ugly and scary. So I figured they were orcs, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I I think that's part. I think that is part of. It, but I, I I could be wrong. Hmm. But um, I feel like part of the reason is like goblins mixed with humans to make orcs. I think is what it is. Hmm. Um, but I could be listen, wrong about that. We're just your average super fan, so we well, they, couldn't tell you. They've been talking yeah. about orcs, though. Like, mm-hmm. Galen, what's her name? Uh, Galadriel. Galadriel has been like, hunting down orcs yes, specifically, correct. right? That's why I'm led to believe that they're orcs. But yeah. either and way, I, and to be honest clear, with you, to be honest with you, like, like remembering back, I do feel like they call them orcs. Like, to yeah. be honest with you, but um, well, but uh, but like I said, the the biggest problem I have with them being the people that were taking them over being orcs is their sensitivity to light and uh-huh. everything that we have seen in the rest of the Lord of the Rings has been orcs have not been sensitive to light at all. And because they have like evolved past the goblins but whereas goblins this do have to say this could be early stage orc where just like Harfoots yeah. and, Ho- mm-hmm. and Hobbits, right? Like right. this yep. is like the, That's, yeah, the evolution. Like, yeah, maybe they're not as sensitive. Like maybe they're, it's like a beginning but of we the, could be wrong. It could yeah. be goblins, uh, whatever. Fact check uh, us, commonus, like dislike, whatever you want to do. Truth is, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Everything yeah. that's happening yeah. here yeah. is awesome. Like the fact that they've got that many like well, elf slaves too. Right. Like, but before we even get to when they are captive, how about the scene where like they discover the town that's abandoned and uh, the people are missing and they're they're literally like uh, it's just Bronwyn and Aaron Deer they're just looking on this like destroyed city and uh, they discover this tunnel like the whole scene where Aaron Deer is in the in the tunnel um, like honestly it feels like terrifying like yes. it really does very like, terrifying the, the close quartered especially oh, when he's crawling through that little small rats space are going over and rats are crawling over yeah exactly like i yeah. am i'm like partially claustrophobic so like that whole scene i was just like i felt it in my bones like um i i, I don't know there's just something about that uh a scene that just didn't sit right with me and then i thought they executed it very well and then the hands from behind that take him like oh, that yeah. was just oh man, I loved it. Visually, yeah. visually, this show has not missed a beat. Yeah. Like this show Correct. is, you can tell that the money was spent. Um, like this is a huge, huge budget show, Dude. and it is executed on every every single aspect of visuals. Yep. So, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so he's in there the cave, the the tunnels, and then we see him next in episode three, like captured, and then they're all slaves. They're working away. They're they're. It's revealed that they are digging under underway passages to uh, to to hide the enemy, right? Yeah. To hide yep. the orcs slash goblins. That's what we'll do. Roll for that's, them. Yeah. that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like 
I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty cool to just see that whole uh, the enemy in that in that light. Like same, yeah. same. You like, mean shadow? In the, yeah, <laughs> the shadow. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because like if again, I, I I think of them as orcs. So let's just assume they are. I wouldn't think of orcs as like the brightest. Like let's enslave these people to, to for them to do our work. I just feel like they would just kill everybody. You know, so like the fact that they're even. They've literally enslaved this town, and who, and who knows how many other towns yeah. worth of people. Like it, I feel like there's a ton of people. I, I, you know, I, you don't really get a sense for exactly how many people they have, and then like a handful of them are workers. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, so. so. Yeah. So it, I think the funny, the well, not funny thing, but I think the the really cool thing that I enjoyed what, of episode three is when Aaron Deer is introduced, like he he's waking up and he sees like, okay, I'm captured. He's a, he's he's enslaved. And then when he's introduced to the rest of the group people, and it's his it's his uh, post. It's all the yeah. people from his post, and he's like, oh crap, man, like <laughs> something bad happened. Like well, here we are. Like he ran away from them and they were probably looking for him. And then yeah. they, imagine how he was feeling with that. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I just thought that was cool to see. And then they immediately like start talking about a way of how to get out of here. And I thought and, like, somebody was getting out, man. I, how I, did, I did you guys too. think? Yeah, like, no, I did, I did too. I thought at least one of them was yeah. going to get out. Um, and they were going to meet up with somebody who was going to meet up with Galadriel. And then, yeah. uh, then the, they would be taken down. But now I see that, uh, there's no hope. There, there, there is no hope um, until the, the Lord of the Ring movies that there are going to be any like anything yeah. from that area. But yeah, it would have been a really cool like way to do it. Would have been you know Galadriel's kind of in, under house arrest, and whoever is a second elf shows up, and they also end up, um, and you know it throws right. off yeah. that entire ta- uh, the, the town is like okay. We haven't seen elves in how long, and now there are not one but two of them. And somehow in their conversation, she bring, there's this there's this enemy. I mean, like, and it brings it up, and like mm-hmm. you know, and then she, like this look in her eyes is like the fire is, you know, back to like ten for her as right, she yeah. as she, she she's like dude she there stays are she orcs. stays on ten by yes. the way yes yeah. she, she does yeah. but like <laughs> that extra like maybe she turned it to eleven how about that there you go, like, there you, go. You, okay. you know yeah I'll, I'll accept that yeah that's that's fine that's good so um yeah. I gotta say like are, are we still on storyline two yeah you? yeah please okay. keep because going yeah, it's, it's a good storyline trust first me of it's, all, it's fantastic it's a great storyline first of all the battle they had when you thought they were gonna get out oh epic was incredible it was intense yeah it was so intense man. Dude, he killed that one dude with a twig. It was yeah. great. Yeah. It was great, man. Yes. And especially with, uh, when they released, when they released the the dog looking thing. Like what was the it? Warg. The warg. 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 Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he scary. had it. He had it tied around the tree, and like he's like fending it off so that uh, um, homeboy can get out. And uh, and then he like climbs up the hill and sees, and he's like, see how far he goes. And he turns around. And he's got arrows through his heart. Like yes. I was like, man. That oh, was man. that was pretty mm. rough to watch there, yeah. and then they pull him down, and they're getting ready to kill him. And like let's they talk are about this. Let's they talk are about literally this. Literally getting ready to kill him, and then he stopped and says, "Bring him to Adar." Adar is that right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. All right, and we don't get a clear image, but now, you can tell it's I, not I, an orc. I can tell by the silhouette. <laughs> hey, whether it's goblins or orcs, man, it, it wasn't either either yeah. one of them. It That's a, an elf, bro. It, it, it's an elf, yeah. That's yeah, an, an elf. elf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, our our average super fan selves can can tell yep. that it's it's an elf. Um, yep. But uh, next week, tune in next week. Dude, I can't to wait find, to find out more. But uh, that's exactly what they did to us. They that that was the hook. Um, that was the final scene of episode three, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. 
how what the direction what the direction goes for Aaron Deer's storyline because um, I mean if it is an elf and I mean there's already been a trailer for the next week's episode and he is speaking elf to whoever the captive captor is so okay um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see who. I hate trailers I know, within a season. I know. I know, man. Stay That's, away from it, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Adar, um, they were kind of hyping it up like Adar was just another name for Sauron, but I, I it's obviously like a follower of Sauron. Interesting, yeah. man. Like yeah. A, yeah. A rogue elf. It, yeah. Well, and like they did bring uh, earlier in the episode, they did bring up the whole fact of like some of the stuff was in Elvish mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was that was. Like kind of a you know point at the fact that you know just because the elves are fighting them doesn't mean all the elves are necessarily fighting uh, against Sauron. Yeah, that's yeah. true for sure. Well, yeah, Justin. So then that leads to personally my personal number one storyline that we're following, um, and that's uh, Galadriel and and Halbrand, um, which for me uh, personally, uh, Galadriel is by far like probably the strongest female character that we have uh, yeah. in television right now. Like she's fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't think that she uh, can do no wrong right now. I mean, like she's doing a fantastic job. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything that she's doing. Like she, this, she, if you think about it, she's like hell bent on revenge right yes. now. And she is sticking to her guns. Like there's, there, it's do or die for her. And she has not like, wavered from. She that has at not all. wavered. She has not uh, been distracted by a, a a male, even though their one's been introduced. Yeah, it, it means it means nothing, and they're not uh, falling into the tropes of. There's no love yet. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. but, yet, yes. even the yes, even exactly. the idea of the undying land is like yeah, not a big enough pull for her. You like, know, yeah, like she literally was, which is like faced, their heaven, right? Faced like, with like basically. their yeah. version of Valhalla, like she was, yeah. faced, she was faced with that, and she chose like, nah, to to jump into the middle of the ocean where there was literally like when that happened, and we we were all watching I the first like, episode. All right, we're like, enjoy the swim. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's no way she gets anywhere near land because who knows how long they've been sailing for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just like the fact that she was uh, picked up. By a salvaged scrap heap of a of a of a floating vessel, yeah, um, a shipwreck, shipwreck, yeah. yeah, and uh, and and Halbrand, what a character so far! Like, I mean, yes. he's got us asking so many questions about what he's doing, his intentions, um, who he is, yeah, um, where he comes from. Like, there's so many questions about this character, and yet, like, I feel like he still has this charisma that leads us to like be drawn to him, and yeah. like, um, I don't know, man, I I just the a lot was revealed in episode three about who he potentially could be. Um, we know that he's he's king. He's he's a he's a king from some uh, portion of the Southlands. Yep. Um, but uh, as far as like Gladriel, like episode one, like her and that snow troll, <laughs> like the fight yeah. scene between her oh, and the snow yeah. troll was absolutely fantastic. And yep. uh, she it, crushed him. It, bro. it helped establish her as kind of like a BA dude. Like she yeah, was yeah, yeah. she yeah. was intense. Um, I'm excited to see where her character goes. Like for me, like that's that's my storyline that I want to follow, and I'm a hundred percent fine. I, I, me personally, I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent fine if she is seventy percent of the storyline. Yeah, that's I'm, that's where I'm at. I mean, I'd be close with the percentage of that. I mean, the, I mean, I would say, well, I, I, generally, I would say I would agree with like your progression that you went through with like how you felt about the storylines. I felt like um, 
the hair fits were towards the bottom. I mean, I think it'll depend on how much, like how cool we actually see stuff with the actual Gandalf. If it is Gandalf. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And how yeah. that plays out. But I do believe that's down at the bottom right now. And then there's a couple like in a bunch of other interesting stuff happen, but I think she is definitely like a driving force. And I feel like she kind of has to be on screen a lot to kind of continue that. Like she's, she's very like, She's balls to the wall with like everything she is doing, like oh yeah, so like intense. just pushing and pushing and pushing. And I don't think it works for her as a character if she isn't on screen a lot because yep. it kind of takes away from her. It, it takes away from her drive a little bit if you're only seeing you know 10, 20 minutes, 10, 15 minutes mm. of her in an episode because you're kind of losing her like drive that like that um, push that she is doing because right. if you because if they're only giving her this much. And that me it, it kind of takes away from like how you feel a little bit about how yeah. much she is pushing a little bit storytelling wise. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I think her I think her story like it's being told very well because like in the movies and everything like her story is such a mystery, um, and she's not like portrayed as being like this you know BA character or anything. Um, but like here we're getting like another side of it where like she's yeah. on the front lines, yeah. like she's doing yeah. this and she's doing this for these reasons. Um, which I feel like mean a lot to the plot of the story and going going forward with um, with with this series. Yeah, and it's kind of like she earned her spot to where she ended up in Lord of the Rings. Right? Correct. Like, yeah, I, I see that. Um, which, like we mentioned, her intensity and uh, and how how like she's at eleven right at every every single yeah. time. Um, but so like how freeing was it when she was riding the horse? Like oh the, yeah, slow mo. Um, shot smiling like it, visually it was stunning like it was absolutely stunning yes. and uh, you saw the slow-mo of the horse's feet hitting the sand you see like what the dress she's wearing is like waving in the wind yeah. and then just the look on her yes, face the look when on her face like, yeah. she, when she would she like ride and it yeah. was just like like this yeah. you know look in her face just like yeah. came alive like the kid inside her yes know? yeah and uh, I think that was for me that was a good payoff for the character because she has been so intense this entire time yeah yeah. And the fact that we get her in this third episode being able to like feel that f- that freedom, that release, um, especially like, I, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, she's carrying the burden of her brother. Like, she's, yes. she, um, he was such a, a huge factor in, in her decision to pursue the enemy. Yeah. Um, yep. She is... Uh, like holding on to every bit of her brother's memory. Yeah. Um, and she... It's like she literally lives for that. Like that, she's trying to reach a conclusion to revenge. Like that's yeah. what she's trying to do. Well, yeah, I think because like especially because of the fact that like because elves are essentially are immortal, um, you know, it, it makes it to this point to where. Um, like when an elf dies, it makes it so much more like poignant because of the fact that that means they like you know for for a man in this universe like you lose 60 years but in an an elf it's an an eternity of time that you are losing if you are killed in combat it means so much more to give your life if you are an elf in a lot of ways because you have so much you're, you're technically giving up so much more time and i think also with her brother like from the very first episode you could tell already tell she had a fire in her but i think also it was her brother was the person who could curb that fire like that could direct it that could help her keep it focused whereas now that she has lost him 
it not only is it the fact that he had this mission that he was on, but she is kind of like like she she is you know just instead of it being directed at something, it's like it's this complete and utter like inferno in all directions in a lot of ways. Yeah, and uh, I I really feel like her interactions with uh, the characters that she's dealing with has huge ramifications for the Lord of the Rings lore of Sarge, oh yeah what we know in the uh, movie movie universe right. Um, like she, in this third episode, um, she, inter- well, episodes one and two, she interacts with Elrond, which we all know, like yeah. Hugo Weaving's character, um, in Lord of the Rings series. Um, but like in episode three here, she's, she interacts with, um, uh, Elendil, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the captain. And, uh, he has, has a son, which <laughs> not to name drop or anything, but, uh, his son, uh, Is- Isildur is, Isildur is, Isildur is, he's literally the one that uh, frees the ring from Sauron. Like yes. it's uh-huh. that that's the lineage that we're, that we're dealing with here. And yes. uh, how many uh, times there was dropped during the Lord of the Rings, a Sildur's heir yes. when they're referring to, Aragorn. when they're referring to Aragorn. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it, no. it, it's wild. It's wild. And the fact that Galadriel is, is here now being introduced to this character and uh, where, I mean, the, the, the point where she's at now and, and then the point in Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings, um, like the events that have to occur in between there, like the Great War um, against Sauron yeah. and the the uniting of the uh, the man and elf armies, yes. right? Like as of right now, like elves and man like do not mix yeah, at no, all. No, no. At all. Um, but uh, from the events that are to come that lead to the Great War, um, it's it's going to happen because of her relationships with Ellen Deal and um, Is- Isidore. So yep. um, it's it's good. it's very interesting to see her relationships start to form form with them. Um, and uh, it's just so like even while he, while she's um, at the Hall of Lore um, for um, with with Ellen Deal and he they're looking at a picture and Elrond's on the picture with his brother on there and he's like oh uh, she says i was always uh partial to like elrond um like the fact that that's all being um like the the everything's starting to intertwine everything's starting to um connect because like obviously elrond's storyline is going to have some sort of ramifications to what she's doing um the the stranger is obviously going to play a a factor into yeah what's going on so all of these stories where they're at currently it, it's it's hard to see where they're going to connect, but you know they're all going to connect. Like yep. that's just Lord of the Rings style. Like yep. it's the everyone's storyline has a purpose, and we are going to be along for the ride. And I'm I'm really excited to see the series. And it, it for me right now, as somebody who's watching She Hulk, House of Dragon, and just several other shows. Um, Rick this, and Morty. Rick and Morty. Oh, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, this is my most anticipated show every week. Though. Yeah. Like this, I am so into this show right now. I'm excited. Um, I, I can I, feel I, it in I your can, voice. I cannot wait to see the next week's episode. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm loving like the, the parallels that they're drawing. Like I said earlier between like, the relationship between like Duran and Elrond that you're seeing, but you're also very similar, like in, 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 in it may not end up being anything romantic, but like the strong relationship between a a king of man in Isildur, potentially in that line and Gladriel is very similar to Aragorn's relationship you know with the elves you know although at, even at that point men and men and elves didn't really get along um, and 
you know, the relationship at this point between men and elves is very strained as well. So you're kind of seeing these parallels build in how they're going to have to work together to be up against this uh, extreme evil. Mm. Gosh, man. It's, it, it, I mean, it still boils down to good and evil. It really does. Yes. But all I can say is we're all looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. Um, I really feel like a Royal Geek Podcast is going to have this on lockdown for the gonna next couple to. weeks. Going to have uh, to. Yeah. It's on our radar. Yeah. And also, we've mentioned it. There's one small thing to add. Yeah, we mentioned it a few yeah. times, but I'm just blown away by the 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 visuals. Yes. The oh scenery. yeah. Scenery, mm. and that's a classic like Lord of the Rings thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But just like like showing all the kingdoms and the mountains and the open fields and the the freaking trees, like yeah. everything is beautiful <laughs> to look at. It is yeah. Which literally. It really shows the budget is not going to waste. Like. It's a massive, massive, massive budget, and you yes. can tell based on the cast that yep. it, the money wasn't spent on the cast. The right. money yeah. was spent on the visuals and selling the story and the connectivity to the Lord of the Rings, the movies. Like, yeah, yep. um, they still hold up visually to this day, and uh, I mean, I'm just excited to see um, the storytelling because you can tell that the visuals and the storytelling is where they've invested and yep. the actors are, are committed and they may be no names to us. Like, I mean, literally like they're top build person. Like, I mean, Morfeed Clark is playing uh Gladriel. Like, who, I mean, I've never heard of her in the history of my life and uh, she has stolen the show for me uh, personally. But, yep. uh, and then especially like Aaron Deere, like that actor, like uh, I have no idea of what he's been in. What a guy. Um, yeah. What a guy. Yeah, I can't take my eyes off the screen. So, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, they spent the money on the visuals, is what I'm trying to get at, um, not the cast. So uh, I'm looking forward to next week. Um, I'll be there, um, ready to watch early morning, midnight, or whatever. Uh, I'm there. Justin's there, and we hope that you guys will be there with us as well. Um, again, before we get out of here, big shout out to everyone who's watching. Shout out to everyone who's listening. Please subscribe wherever you are. Um, listening or watching we really appreciate that and follow us on social media help us to uh, get the word out about our pod we are trying to grow the fan base humble beginnings here okay very very humble beginnings but we appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week again we will be back next week to cover um, rings of power we're going to be covering she hulk still Uh, we got a lot to cover d23 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 next week too yeah there's there's so much to talk about so Please come back next week and um, hit that subscribe button so that uh, you will be notified when videos drop. Uh, let's see. With all that in mind, for my good friends, Sandy, Shimato, and Apple Zacks, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.